Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Now this is the story all about how Dan and Phil set up their podcast show. And we'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. We'll tell you how we became the host of that Dan Phil show. I don't have any more lyrics. That was it. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Welcome to that damn film show. Um, I was was proud of that one. I didn't see that coming. I mean, I knew it would be something Fresh Prince related, but... Well, you've got to keep it fresh. That's true. Yeah. You've got to keep it Prince. And you've got to keep it... Related? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Fresh Prince of Bell. You've got to keep it Bell? (laughs) Wait. What about of? Has it got to stay of? (laughs) It's always got to be of. Well, it's a good thing we're here at that damn film show then, yes. because we have all those things and more. Yeah, if you didn't get my insanely good rapping, Whoa. we didn't. are that damn film show. We are, and uh, welcome. Thanks for joining us. You have joined us. There's a cat again. There is a cat. Two men and a cat. Call that the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no one have any idea what it's about, and probably don't now. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell does film we mean? I don't With know. The pH. What the hell does Dan mean? But the M isn't in yours. Yours just says Dan. That's true. true. Yours makes sense. There's a guy yeah. on it called Dan. My name's Film. <laughs> With a pH. How, how, are you, how are you doing, Phil? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Good. You know, good. reading it about. <laughs> you know, going from scene to scene. Nice. <laughs> nice. Anyway. So I have totally lost track what episode we're on. 20. Uh, this is the f- is this the third? This is the fourth episode of season three. Twenty five, maybe. Twenty six. Hang on, we did two seasons of eleven, so that would be twenty two. Then we had twenty six. You're right. I think. What do we have before on Fat Boy Run? Before, yeah, Midnight Special. So Midnight Special, Run Fat Boy Run. So that's twenty two, three, twenty four. 25 was Warrior, so this is 26. And we didn't need to explain it because they'll see it on the description. Exactly. And the episode number doesn't really make any difference anyway, but we worked it out. We put in the hard graft and maths. Always. And very, very basic maths. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. What, uh, what, what film were we, uh, what, 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 what film we talking about this week, Dan? Uh, well, why don't you tell us? As, oh, uh, yeah. You're I'm the. Doing- Sumerian, Summermarian. Summermarian? Yeah. Sounds like the Silmarillion, but Summerizer. That's your new profession. They call me the Summerizer. (laughs) What's summer? (laughs) This Summerizer, the summer? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be a good marketing ploy. It would be. Mm. The Summerizer returns in the summary. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, we're talking about state of the enemy. I mean, enemy of the state. I, I was thinking State of the Enemy. I think it's because there's a state of play, isn't there? Mm. A film and a TV series. So. And it's a PlayStation thing, isn't it? State of play. And it's a PlayStation it thing. doesn't really make much sense. But no. well, then again, neither does inside Xbox, because you're not inside an Xbox. And or are you? Nintendo Direct, I guess, is slightly makes sense because they're directly telling you, but it doesn't really make any sense. Maybe State of Play is like PlayStation. Play- but then it feels like it's targeted. Enemy of the PlayStation right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is a PlayStation in the film, to be fair. Oh, PS1, yeah. To be <laughs> I was watching it. We're going, Cheapskate, can you get him a PS2? Released in 1998. <laughs> PS2 didn't re exist yet. <laughs> yeah, this film is older than I thought. Yeah, I thought it was early 2000s, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's 1998. Tony Scott had quite a kind of modern style, even in mm. his early films, though, to be fair. Like, some of the technology in it looks out of date, but yeah. not that much of it. Like, mobile phones, sure. But everything else is still like, yeah, right. <laughs> I guess because quite a lot of it's still practical. True. There is the only CGI is there's some kind of satellite stuff that does look dated. Yeah. But you could quite easily confuse that with early 2000s. Mm. Um, that's why I guess it's hard to pinpoint a year. And Will Smith just doesn't age. So. No. I mean, Will Smith can make it now and you'd still assume it's the 90s. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Anyway, uh, I'm summarizing it. So, or shall I do the socials first? Oh yeah, do the socials yeah. first. Because Get to work. Because we've got our main attraction. So we've got well, you me. Know, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Oh you too. You too. You too. And me. Um, <laughs> we have the old old reliables. Facebook.com mm. forward slash that damn film show. We have 
twitter.com forward slash the uh, Dan Film Show. And we now have Instagrama. Which is that underscore Dan underscore film underscore show. Yeah. But I have no idea how to link Instagram. I don't think you can. I think it's just a thing. I don't know. I mean, I'm just using it as a receptacle to put cat pictures on silly pictures and then like tenuous links to stuff <laughs> it is related but it's kind of silly i did love the way you put that mario picture in like i said mario and luigi being in the warriors it's deaf i mean i i mean it came out before the game so maybe you know and mario and luigi are meant to be new yorkers so it adds up even more the marios the more yeah. the morios the morios morios the morios hey the morios <laughs> it's a me a morio <laughs> Um, so. Yes, Enemy of the State, synopsisization. Uh, so Will Smith is not a cop like I thought he was when I... Well, he's not a cop. I know, right? There's a film where he's not a cop. I know, right? Bad boys fucking... Independence Day, he's technically <laughs> an army man. Uh, Men in Black, an he's army a cop. man? What is it, an army man? <laughs> he's like a little green army man. <laughs> in Men in Black, he's a cop. What's he a cop in? Uh, Bright. He's a cop in Bright. Yep. Bad Boys, you've said. Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys for Sorry. Life. Which we don't talk about. <laughs> well, not the last quarter of it, at least, anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. He's not a cop, even though for some reason I remembered him being a cop. But he's not a cop. He's a lawyer. I-Robot. I-Robot. Uh, <laughs> we're just going to do this for the podcast. This is the rest of the... Does Wild Bob West count? Oh, God. He's a sheriff, isn't he? Not. I guess it's a cop of the... The Wild West. Yeah, the 1800s, but... Anyway, so no sensation... <laughs> Uh, Prince no wait no he's definitely not a cop in that so he's uh basically a lawyer who's well a high-priced lawyer i guess he seems to be doing well for himself and uh earl hickey from my name is earl also known as jason lee disc- uh basically comes across a recording well he has a recording of a the head of the nsa isn't it nsa yeah mm-hmm. head of the nsa killing a senator which they've blamed on someone else. This all happens right at the beginning, so it's not really that spoiler. It's more of the set, more of the setup. I think he's not the head. I think he's like part of a division. He's part, yeah. He's a big part of it anyway. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, J- Jason Lee's character, or I, I'm just going to call him Moral Hickey because it's funnier. Yeah, it's cool. Um, he has he has sets up cameras in random places in the woods and then does something with the footage, which never really explains. Actually, this is a good question. Uh, but he of course catches this on film, then the nsa people find out that he's got it so they start chasing him down so he copies the file to a what could i, I could only describe as what looked like a game boy i think but it wasn't actually a game boy no but it was a competitor to it um, was it but yeah. it just had a really like by the time the film came out it hadn't sold well and yeah. faded into obscurity so it looked like a fancy gadget so it was perfect <laughs> for the film anyway he takes that tape under some sexy situation because oh, of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that later. <laughs> Where's Jeff when you need him? Oh, I know. Um, he drops the tape with Will Smith's character, who was Will Smith. I can't remember the character's name. Robert uh, Clayton Dean. So Will Smith. And uh, yeah, basically, he's now got the tape, but he doesn't know it. And then it all madness ensues because... The NSA think he's got it and is making it up that he doesn't know where it is and he doesn't know where it is and it all goes crazy from there. Mm. And he all gets mixed up in stuff. And then we can put a big fat tick for On The Run because, what I say, about Three half an hour of the film? In? Yeah, half, half an hour, hour in into the film. He starts he's getting like blackmailed. And, well, not blackmailed. He's getting, um, what's the word on it? incriminated incriminated yeah they're like you know pulling up stories about smeared. his life smeared yeah he smear even campaign. Says smear campaign doesn't he exactly so, yeah smeared all over the place now we have <laughs> <laughs> lovely now we had both seen this before right mm. yeah not for yeah a while. i must have seen it off i don't th- i think i watched it on a streaming service and i probably started getting netflix maybe nine ten years ago so mm. probably is about ten years ago to be honest oh wow I think yeah. I've seen it more recently than that, but I do forget there. There were the iconic bits I remember, but there's it's a longer film than I remember actually. Mm. Um, but it is fast paced as well. Two hours ten, I think it was. Yeah, something mm. like that. But yeah, it's got a very fast pace to it, so it never gets dull. Indeed. Very good film. Enjoyed it. Brilliant film. 
and good. uh good cast in it jack black randomly it's in his possibly only serious role that i know of yeah i mean he's done a few others because it's odd i think when he i think he started off as an actor if i remember correctly and well, so before he did any music stuff before he did music stuff i thought tenacious d the tv series he did was first like the early 90s tv series for it i didn't even know there was a tv series. Ah, yeah it wasn't very long but it was it was what tenacious d is actually based on they did the album after that because i think he was making but he was making films in the 80s because he did Waterworld. oh yeah what the fuck's he how old is he he must be like well, late I, teens early the youngest 20s i think i've seen him in and i don't i i thought it was his first role but i could be wrong is mars attacks because he is like in his teens there mm. and he's got like a buzz cut he's like trying to join the army but i think he is too young i think so, i remember seeing that yeah actually. yeah more well, seeing him in it i know i've seen mars attacks but all the cast itself is is a pretty stellar ensemble cast. ensemble there cast and you of course got will smith you've got will smith you've got gene hackman who doesn't appear for a while but he's a big character mm. he's a character called edward lyle who lyle lyle he's kind of he used to work for the nsa mm. and then he basically has gone off grid mm. um for reasons i won't disclose because it's a bit spoilery yeah um you've got it's interesting film because you've got some actresses and actors who are now quite big so regina king plays his wife carla dean mm. and she's kind of had a resurgence or, or kicked off her career more even though she's older now. i recognize her a bit but i couldn't figure out what from she's in the watchmen series mm. i haven't she's seen the that main though, so character in that and she i think she got a lot of attention i could be wrong but if bill bill street could talk i think that's what turned people on to her turn people <laughs> on <laughs> um and then you've also got fucking anna gunn she plays um the ba basic oh i should say John Voigt, who is Thomas Brian Reynolds, he is the head of the division that are kind of rogue from NSA. So they're doing dodgy stuff. He's the one who orders the kill. Yeah. And his wife is um, played by Anna Gunn, a young Anna Gunn, who is hmm. um, Skylar. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is really cool. Um, but she doesn't really get a big She's part. She's not really in it much. Really yeah, in it much. it's more just random um, scenes. But yeah, I'm guessing I hadn't seen Breaking Bad when I saw this because I don't remember going, "Oh shit, that's Skyler." That's the same with me. Um, you've got some other kind of regular hitters like Barry Pepper, who's Barry Pepper. What name? David Pratt, his character. He's one of the NSA kind of thugs. Please tell me his mother's name was like surname was Salt and his father's name was Pepper. <laughs> but he turns up in loads of stuff. I think he's. He usually plays those sort of characters. He's mm. kind of either trained hitmen or kind of goons. Um, Ian Hart's a really good English actor. I've just remembered Krug. <laughs> Krug? Krug is Jake Busey, who's Gary Busey's son. <laughs> Gary Busey. And uh, also another famous son's in it. You know the guy with the crazy hair? Yeah. Uh, Jones. Scott Kahn. He's James Kahn's James son. <laughs> you know James Kahn? He's uh, one. The, Give me something he's in. Uh, he's the one of the brothers out of the Godfather. He beats. Okay. He beats the crap out of someone with a dustbin lid. But he's right. great. He's a great actor. He's great. Lo lovely guy. Lovely guy. Oh, amazing! <laughs> Just don't be around a bin with him. Exactly. Um. Then you got Jason Lee, of course. Seth Green's in there as well. Seth Green's in it. Uh, Dan Butler is. If you've ever watched Fraser, he's uh, Bulldog, who's the guy who shares the radio show with Frasier. <laughs> but he plays a serious character that, again like Jack Black and Seth That's Green. That's the point. All of the characters in it were very, very serious roles. But they're all comedy They're actors. all comedy actors. Yeah. Even Will Smith is was more known for comedy than action or like serious roles before this, wasn't he? Well, fun piece of trivia. Um, there's a line he says <clears throat> in uh, a certain lingerie store. <laughs> Hello. Go into detail. <laughs> but he improvised it and he did say that he found it hard to keep a serious what line was that uh i can't remember um, damn it <laughs> but it was one of the zingers where we were like oh um but yeah i think because he hadn't done many serious roles at this point that... probably the line where we went my wife's are way bigger than that no it wasn't that one. <laughs> really oh, okay. no it wasn't that one um 
but yeah so <laughs> he, he even found it hard himself to but he did in that shop oh god <laughs> should we just should we talk about it should we talk about the elephant in lingerie elephant in the room yeah, well, yeah, we could talk because I mean, it, yeah, it's a fun. It's lingerie. a ridiculous scene. Oh, it's just ridiculous. We should probably state for the recording. Oh, see, I, see doing doing it? I love the way it's the only part that doesn't have a camera. The set, you know, the sexy shop. Oh, we can't put a camera in there. Yeah, <laughs> and <laughs> we it put also, them everywhere else. It also doesn't. It, it doesn't need to be in that film at all, mm. but it's entertaining. It's entertaining because of the way it's done. Yeah, so. and because, because. Of the women. <laughs> <laughs> so to clarify, this cannot surely exist in America. Not that, no, I don't think so. He goes into basically <clears throat> Jason Lee's character. Well, Will Smith's character is in it, buying he's, lingerie for his wife. He's in this lingerie shop, and but it's not just a normal lingerie shop, right? Mm. All the women selling the lingerie are in lingerie, are just wearing lingerie. Yeah. And like very sexy lingerie. And the woman who serves him is very flirtatious. Mm. It's all really strange. I mean, to be fair, wouldn't you flirt with Will Smith? Yeah. <laughs> but like in a bookshop or something, and I'd have my clothes on. <laughs> Would you? No. All right. <laughs> um, if you look carefully, I'm in the back of the shop. Um, <laughs> even though I'd be like, what, eight? If that, oh, six, God, seven. Got sorted. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so... Jason Lee and Will Smith in a sexy shop. <laughs> yeah. You do the math. But it's... um, There are a lot of funny lines. And kind of... It's weird because Will Smith's acting awkward. Mm. Well, his character, Dean, is acting awkward, which is kind of unusual because he's so normally cool and suave. Yeah. But he does it well, to be fair. And he has some <clears throat> cracking lines. He does. Well, poor choice of words. <laughs> but yeah, it's a very funny scene. It's a very 90s scene. Mm. And the only way they've <laughs> they got away with it because basically Jason Lee's character, I think he's called Bebitz or whatever his name is, he that's where he drops the... Drops the tape thing. The tape into um, Dean's bag without him noticing Bob, yeah. Robert's bag. Um, so <laughs> they get away with it because it's technically a big plot point. But it just ha so happens to ha take place in like this weird sexual lingerie shop. So yeah, just found out Regina King is yeah. in Twenty Four, mm. and her character name is Sandra Palmer. Was that his daughter? It wasn't his daughter, was it? No, she'd be no. She's because this is not. Oh yeah, she'd be way yeah. too old. It's got like yeah. a future episode or something well apparently um, john voight's in an episode in the season of 24 as well oof, i mean everyone ends up in 24 i can guarantee yeah, that now exactly <laughs> anyway where were we and so yeah so you know sexy shop rest of the story we'll go into more in the spoilers because it does start jumping into spoilers there but i suppose to talk a bit about the action as well the fucking chasings in this were awesome there's like five of them and none of them are dull <laughs> yeah so let, i mean let's think what we've watched midnight special Warriors, Run, Fat Boy, Run. Mm. I love Midnight Special, but I'd say so far, this has the best on-the-run chase sequences so far. Yeah, definitely. There's some good ones in Midnight Special, to be fair, but obviously Run, Fat Boy, Run, it, there's not really any chase scenes. There's and, some good uh, like stunt work in this from like the crazy amount of running and stuff. Like Jason Lee gets a chase scene, Will Smith gets like three. Yeah. Um, Gene, Hack Gene Hackman? Yeah, Gene yeah, yeah, Hatman Hatman gets a couple as well. Um, yeah, it's just they're very fast paced, but not like more modern chase scenes where everything's shaky cam and getting quite up in people's faces. It's more clear, wide shots because the the idea of the film is is that the NSA is following them during these chases and using like satellite imagery and stuff to figure out where they are. So there's a lot of overhead shots and sort of like fast moving like helicopter shots and stuff. It looks really good. Yeah, it's like there's a purpose to it, and to mm. be fair. When we rewatched it, I thought, oh, it's Tony Scott, so it's going to be very frenetic and very fast cuts. And the cuts are incredibly fast. It's something ridiculous. Like, there aren't, in the action sequences, it's like 2.2 seconds or something between <laughs> between takes. But nice. 
but it's not like taken where it's just way too many shots it's just fast paced rather than being thousands of different shots a second and for his own like tony scott's done films before and after which go overboard more mm. this actually doesn't um and i guess because apart from the lingerie sequence and some kind of quippy lines from uh robert will smith's character is actually quite grounded yeah um especially once you get past maybe the first quarter yeah well not even quarter maybe the first like half hour yeah it's um, which is about the first quarter because it's a two-hour film (laughs) anyway yeah exactly but um should we talk about specifically performances yeah let's get some performances there's a big cast but there's obviously key people in it like jack black's great but he's not really a big part of it. no but we can talk about the key performances and i'm going to count jason lee as a key performance because i love the guy so yeah no worries um cool well we'll start with will smith the uh, star of the show i'm trying to see if will smith has a longer more in-depth name but i think his name oh wait robert willard carroll jr well that's his real name yep nice oh no hang on so willard carroll smith jr so what did you think of Willard Carroll Smith Jr.'s performance? Oh, you mean WCS? J. <laughs> WCS J? J? <laughs> Don't know. Uh, yeah, he was very good. I mean, I think one of the serious, serious films I'd seen him in before. So Pursuit of Happiness is I haven't seen pretty it. terrible. I haven't seen Seven Pounds or anything like that. I know he's been in those serious films that are meant to be good, but... I think this is probably the most serious one I've seen him in. And it's still a bit action-y, but it's not his usual action-y. Mm. It's more, like you said, it's more grounded. But he, yeah, he, he definitely pulls it off. And he's he's still got, like, the Will Smith charm and sort of, like, the style that Will Smith always has. But he plays it into his character well so that he's, like, it still feels grounded. He just seems like a fairly suave person, but he's still you know a lawyer and he's still got problems he's still got relationship problems and like you know work problems all this stuff and he he does it really well um it's quite it's kind of a thing they tend to do in a lot of will smith films kind of after this there's a similar trajectory in irobot where it sets it up and it's very it's almost cliche he's very cool he's got the quippy one-liners and he's almost bordering on caricature but then like when the shit hits the fan um he's very good at changing to serious and intense yeah so like i robot's a perfect example as well because the first bit of that film is quite kind of you know playful when he's kind of really doing his classic you know charmy will smith thing mm. and then the last half he there's some re- quite intense bits quite emotional bits from him the same with enemy of the state it's almost like he had an image at that point and the past the hour point it starts to change that yeah and show a different side to him you do see start to see a slightly darker side of his life sort of thing yeah and he becomes a lot less suave i mean even just things like he has to throw his clothes away and run down the street he swaps clothes with a homeless person everything yeah. about him becomes more kind of feral and less mm. You know, at the start, he's got kind of these really nice suits, and yeah, it's it's quite an it's quite a cool <coughs> transformation. Um, and it, I think he was really on top form at this point as well. Yeah, I think he was kind of in his groove. He had that balance between kind of quirky, but also, you know, could give a grounded performance. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and uh, there's not really that many like action sequences as such but he's still got the action side as well like again like the the like the chase scenes are all really good with him and everything yeah, yeah. and uh, the physicality he brings to the role is always always good really will smith yeah so i didn't <laughs> notice the stuntman for him i noticed no, the I. stuntman for jason lee but they were clever in the respect that they had him he, there's a bit where he's on a bike and they had him looking down so you could yeah. see his face there are a few shots just because I've seen the film so much, now I notice I can see that that's not Jason Lee. Mm. But he's going ridiculously fast against the traffic on a bike, so of course yeah. it's not going to be Jason Lee. But obviously with Will Smith, I guess it's also easier because he's on foot, mm. so they could have shot that easier. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is Will Smith. 
oh yeah that i think all of the running stuff is because he's quite athletic isn't he? yeah yeah um although interestingly he's put on he's doing like a youtube series thing where over the past year he's put on he's put on quite a bit of weight deliberately i'm not sure if he's done it deliberately or not but he's got like a gut now and everything so he's doing a youtube series all about getting into the best shape of his life basically i know what's gonna happen interesting what's that bad boys four <laughs> Oh God! Martin Lawrence is going to get really buff, and Will Smith Will is going to be going to get really fat, and it's going to be role reversal. <laughs> That'd be great. I mean, they've got you know they've they can't milk the same storyline again, so they've got to flip they've it got up, to flip it round. Yeah, and this time Martin Lawrence's character is sketch. No, he still won't yeah. score any women. <laughs> no, and it'll be you wait. Know, isn't he married in it? <laughs> he still won't score any women. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's pretty much Will Smith's character. He he's good all the way through, really. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah. Um, he's very watchable as an actor. Yeah, I think he always is, really. Yeah. He's got some bad films, but I think he's always just funny to watch. Well, yeah. not necessarily funny. But he's always interesting to watch when engaging. he's meant to be interesting. Yeah, engaging. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, so what, let's do big character, small character, big character, small character. So let's do Jason Lee. Yeah. Earl Hickey. He's kind of big at the start, I guess. Yeah, he's in quite a lot at the beginning. Um, he looks so different because I'm watching My Name is Earl at the moment. With his big bushy moustache and his long hair and quite gruff look. In this, he still had a bit of gruff look to him, but no facial, barely any facial hair, buzz cut hair. Looks like a completely different person. Like He's playing quite a different character as well. Yeah, you said even his voice sounded different. Yeah, his voice is like I'm. I'm guessing he puts it on for my name as well. But he's got quite a hick voice, which obviously he's yeah. putting on for the for the area. But yeah. I, it's kind of a shame he's not in more because it feels like he's probably quite a good... I mean, he is a good actor, but it feels like he could do more serious stuff. I don't know how much he's in, really. Yeah, because I think he... I would imagine he did... I think he was in Clerks. Was he ever in Clerks or More Rats? M- uh, more Rats. More Rats. I've seen More Rats. And that was before, I assume. Yes, because that was 80s, I believe. Yeah. Or early 90s. But... Yeah, something like that. But definitely, he. yeah, he's more... You see him more in comedies. Huh. He was in Vanilla Sky. Don't remember him in Vanilla Sky? I don't. I'm going to have to watch that now. Well, I have seen it before, but I don't remember being in it. Anyway, <laughs> carry on. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. He It would be good to see him in more serious stuff. Mm. But he's quite good in this. He plays a... I guess he kind of plays a... He's almost like a conspiracy theorist, really, isn't he? <laughs> Well, you don't really see enough of his character to really know, but yeah, he's definitely like something NSA related because of the guy he contacts in order to just talk to him about the tape and how he finds out he's actually on the chase. It's, it's I think, a little I, bit conspiracy theorist, but not massively, I guess. Yeah, I think they're kind of just sort of radical movement people, but mm. not actually they do anything, but spend a lot of time off the forums and kind of anti-government. Yeah. That's what I kind of got the impression. Like you said before earlier, never quite explains why he was filming. No, so I thought he was filming the ducks. Yeah, but it doesn't make any sense where he why he's filming with that level of a camera, a bunch of ducks. Yeah, and then it never follows up. Like if he went back and had some bread, books, (laughs) books on ducks, or a massive bill. There we go. Wait, wait, here you go. Well, that one's for free. But yeah, he's not in it. He's not in it much. No. But he's good. He but yeah, he's good throughout and yeah, his like action scenes again very good as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh else we got who's up next? Should we do John Voigt probably. John Voigt, um, which one was was that Angelina Jolie's dad? That's Angelina Jolie's dad who plays Thomas Brian Reynolds, who is the he's the big baddie of the film, basically. Um and yeah, he he orders a kill on this I think this guy is stopping him. That's it. This, I assume he's a senator or something. He's yeah. preventing Reynolds' character from putting through a, a bill. surveillance tech bill. Yeah. Which would mean he could get kind of unlimited monitoring access, um, be a lot more invasive with technology. So obviously they bump him off. It gets filmed. So when they find out that the, the videotape is now with... Um, will smith's character robert dean they that's when they start the smear campaign yeah uh, he is always good at those sort of characters mm. playing kind of villainous villainous 
he's got a kind of a classic villain style to him, but he doesn't go <clears throat> over the top. Yeah. Um, he's actually quite subtle, kind mm. of unnerving how calm, calm he is. He is yeah. Know? Like how he's happy just ruin this person's life with no yeah. real idea of why. Yeah, he's kind of like a snake, isn't he? Mm. Um, character. If he was in 24, he'd definitely be a snake. <laughs> No one's yeah, well, going to get on isn't he, at some point? Is he? Yeah, that's what I, the, the sort oh, of shit. thing about it came up in his... Um... Oh, yeah, I think I know which season as well. I think it's like series six, something like that. But yeah, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see him about. He'll be in there. Jason Lee's going to show up at some point, isn't he? His best performance by far, though, is in Anaconda. <laughs> I did see that he was in Anaconda. I've not it's seen it. It's terrible. I imagine he it plays. Uh, what would you call someone who's from Paraguay? It's not Paraguayan, is it? He plays a guy from <laughs> from Paraguay, and it's the weirdest, worst accent I've ever heard, and most <laughs> over the top performance. Like, which he, he didn't need to do because, as evidenced in this, he can act perfectly well. Yeah. But I mean, it is a B movie, so maybe he just thought, "Fuck it," you know, "I'm along for the ride." But mm. it is weird. Yeah. It, it's hilarious, but we'll have to watch it at some point. It's just a balmy performance. But in Enemy of the State, he's very good. In State of the Enemy. Really State of the good. Enemy. Yeah. Wait, I've actually forgotten which way around it is now. <laughs> it's enemy of the State. The Enemy of State. No, that would still work as a title. The Enemy the enemy of the State. Of State the Enemy. Okay, now you've lost me. <laughs> um, who else? Let's go small again. Let's bunch them together. Zeth Green and Jack Black. Yeah, they're, they're part of the team. Is Seth Green is still kind of playing Seth Green. But Jack Black's just bizarre because he's there's none of Jack Black's usual comedic style. Apart from the maid. Apart from the maid. The hairy maid. The comment. He sees a maid and he says, uh, oh God, you know, I'd like to get some of that. Oh yeah. Uh, I love hairy women or something. But there's another bit where he almost does like a skidoosh. Oh yeah. Like, but not yeah. quite. He do, it's like Jack Black is coming out at that point. Yeah. But he's not ready to reveal himself to the world yet. <laughs> it's like a tiny, tenacious D little woman. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but apparently that scene where he's like perving on this much older maid that's not really that attractive. <laughs> apparently in the extended version, it goes into a lot more graphic detail. Yeah, this is an extended version of this film? Well, no, well, no in the, I don't know if they did an extended version. Oh, like version, a deleted scene. But like something. a deleted scene. It's just like, it's like the lingerie scene. It's like, why... I bet he had it or something. He just kept going or something. Probably. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's not really much more to say about those. There's Krug. I feel like Krug has to be mentioned. What was his name? Something Busey. Jake Busey. Jake Busey. He was just a, yeah, he was muscle. That was about all there was to him. Yeah, those those guys <clears throat> like Scott Kahn as well and Barry Pepper, all those actors. Pe I can't get over Barry Pepper. <laughs> well, he played one of the Kennedys, I'm pretty sure. He played Robert Kennedy and um, the guy from Little Miss Sunshine, the dad, played Jeff Kennedy. Mm. He's really good. What, Barry Pepper? Barry Pepper played um, the brother, Robert Kennedy, uh, in the Kennedys. It's uh -huh. about Kennedys. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're classic <coughs> goons. Goons, yeah. yeah. They're kind of... Um, I for some reason associate them with even though i don't think any of them are in it but films like the rock mm. with uh the kind of marine team and that it's that idea of a specialist crew that you've got the kind of you've got seth green and jack black's characters that are like the opera uh, the nerdy the kind nerdy of surveillance yeah. guys and then you've got the ops guys the spec ops guys that kind of are all about guns and muscle and crew cuts and strange although one of the, i don't know can't remember if it's krug or barry pepper which whatever his actual character name is their hair seems to get longer thought the no film. that was um that's uh scott khan his, um, his hair went from like Jones's crew cut to like a good like few inches tall yeah in he's scene. the really hench guy yeah and he, he you probably recognize him he's an he always plays those sort of characters mm. um yeah just random random <laughs> But yeah, they do they do their job well. Yeah. Um good bit of muscle, you know. Yeah. They don't get a lot of kind of no, screen time. But they're they do their job well. And uh who else? Gene Hackman, I suppose next. Gene Hackman's brilliant. <clears throat> I yeah. fucking love Gene Hackman. He's, he's great. He's angry on the run 
sort of hidden person and he play he just plays it well he's he's got an energy to him that bounces off will smith is will will smith is will smith's energy as well yeah. they, have, they have really good chemistry together to be fair they do they do they work really well will smith signed on because he wanted to work with gene hatman really yeah. um and gene hatman's just brilliant he's he's quite I don't know if he is a method actor, but he seems it. Seems like it, yeah. He's got a very <coughs> n- natural... He's like De Niro. He commands the scene. Mm. He's very... But there's something a little bit quirky about Gene Hackman. Because there's a bit... I don't know if you remember in the film, they're talking about when he used to work for the NSA, and they show a picture of a much younger Gene Hackman, mm. which looks like a real photo. It's taken from a film called The Conversation. Yeah, right. And there's loads of weird references to that film. <clears throat> what, throughout this film? Throughout this film, mm. because that's a film about, he. I think his job is listening in on people's conversations, like yeah. for the government. But, yeah, so... Maybe it's a prequel. Maybe. It would match up to his character. Yeah, mm. exactly. But, um, no, he's great. He does angry really well as well. Yeah. Um, I love the way he, although he does help Will Smith throughout the film... He's always doing it very reluctantly. Yeah. Even to the point, at one point, he doesn't even let him in the car until he reveals that Will Smith has still has his cat. Yeah. <laughs> he he he's um his character is very paranoid. Yeah. Very. But then you realise that he's kind of totally right on most occasions. Yeah, pretty much. And there are a few moments where Robert Dean uh makes some really stupid decisions, and you're like, "What are you doing, Will? Yeah. What are you doing?" Well, like, there's a bit where he uses a phone when he really shouldn't have. Mm. Um, yeah. But you're right, I got good on screen chemistry. Yeah, definitely. There's, an, there's a, a crazy little bit of performance from Gabriel Byrne, who's the guy in the toilet, who's supposed to be Brill. In the toilet. Who checks him for bugs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he just pops out of nowhere. He's brilliant, but he's <laughs> a bit underused in that. But it's nice to see him in it briefly, I guess. Mm. Because I thought he'd kind of come back into it. Because he doesn't die or anything. He just kind of... Disappears. Up, yeah. He, lose, he loses <laughs> the chase, as we, sh- mm. as we would say. But um, That's really kind of it. To be yeah, honest. I mean, Regina King is... Regina his King's wife. his wife. And she was good in it as well. But again, she's not really in it that much. Um, it's I, very... Yeah, you can <clears> see <throat> that she's a good actress. Although she's... She, her character's not really focused on enough or developed much but you can kind of see that she is gonna get better i don't know it's a weird thing to say but yeah she's a bit one note in the film in this film but yeah i've seen in other things to know that she's a good actress and it's not that she's a bad character it's kind of again it's more of a it's kind of a film of the time in the sense of it's pretty much all male characters and focused there's just physically more screen time given to yeah i mean i mean also it's you've got to think it's produced by jerry bruckheimer and it's made by directed by tony scott Mm. so they're gonna get all their money from having will smith at the forefront yeah get a bit of gene hackman as well and then you know a lot of action yeah i mean that's how bruckheimer makes films but uh yeah she, she was good in it and her the scenes she does have are good. It's just there's not much of it yeah. to really yeah. see. I quite like. Um, there's one bit where she's quite sassy, and, th- and there's a bit where. Um, so he's had this whole smear campaign, and he's like, oh, telling her that he's on the run, blah blah blah, and she's just like, "You've been seeing this woman that you used to have a relationship with." That's the bit she focuses yeah. on. She's just like, "You've been fucking messing around with me, on me," and this is like, she doesn't care about any of the other stuff that's popped up. She's just like, "Not the fact that he's on the run not be the police playing. and everything." You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> it's just like you better not be, you know, sleeping with another woman. That I do. I do like the line as well where she's taking the kids over to another house, and Will Smith goes something like, um, "Oh, hurry b- back! You know what that means?" She goes, "Yeah, it means you'll be asleep when I get back." He's like, happened one time. <laughs> yeah, there's some nice little touches. Yeah, um, some good comedy in it. She, yeah, well. she is one note, but she's quite, um, she's quite a strong character. Mm. Um, and <clears throat> they could have easily made her more involved. Well, not I more suppose. involved, but maybe more like weepy, more 
helpless. Yeah. But she's still quite strong and assertive. And I like how she is the one who says at the beginning of the film, she sees a thing on the news. <clears throat> she's like, oh, this is a bad thing that they're up in surveillance. Mm. And this is taking away our rights. And basically, she turns out to be right on every front. Yeah. And then she, I, th- I think there's an even I told you so moment. Pretty much. It's, it's quite nice and that she's quite a strong-willed character. And they don't just make her flaky, which, especially in this decade, was a tendency with female characters. Yeah. So. They did a good job there. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it for characters and actors. No one else really worth mentioning. Um, mm. Mention the action. Mention good scenes. Uh, music was pretty good. Music was good, yeah. It had yeah. That, that 90s Metal Gear Solid-esque soundtrack that Speed also had, which I watched a few days beforehand. So. Yeah, yeah. It's <coughs> quite a kind of pumping soundtrack. Mm. Um, pump, pump, what is it? Thumping bass, yeah. banging tunes. God, I sound like an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it exactly, yeah. Yeah, man. There's also some um, really nice shot sequences. The bit I always remember is him running down the tunnel when he's yeah he's basically had to ditch his clothes because they're all bugs he's wearing like a dressing gown and basically just in a vest and pants and yeah running down this tunnel when there's cars and lights really nicely lit <clears throat> quick they're quick shots but you can kind of always follow the action yeah um and the soundtrack it's, it's all very yeah it all gels very nicely together it's all very on point Mm. Um, it's yeah you never feel like you're missing a, a, a bit you never feel like you're missing like a part of that scene you can always see everything yeah. and it's not long after this film where we get to say um the born identity which admittedly did it right but every other film tried to copy that and the shaky cam came in and it got a bit messy and then it's kind of gotten fixed again since john wick where they made it clean with yeah. the action so even though it's not that kind of action it's still something that happened in the sort of 2000s where shaky cam became such a big thing, mm. mostly because um, uh, what they called within like, well, not handheld cameras, but, you know, the big ones they could more easily move around with yeah, yeah. Um, became more of a thing. So they did use a lot more. Mm. But yeah. Also, so, Tony you know. Scott is, that's the <clears> thing. There's, <throat> if you take something like Cloverfield, that just goes overboard. Mm. But Tony Scott, Yes, he does use a lot of cuts and a lot of edits. Sometimes it doesn't work, but he's done quite a lot of good films where mm. it does work. And there's a reason why, like the mm. f- like <coughs> Hot Fuzz, for example, and some Peganic Frosts, and well, and in Spaced as well, Edgar Wright. Well, sorry, it's more specifically Edgar mm. Wright are really big fans of Tony Scott. Yeah, because there is a very cinematic quality. He makes. He knows how to make a good blockbuster, mm. um, so yeah, you know he has a has a talent for it. Indeed. Well, what else was I going to say? I think that's. I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. So uh, all we can do is throw it over to our mystery to guest. our mystery guest. Should we pull back the invisible curtain that no one could see? Oh, nice, nice curtain action nice. there! Thanks, thanks. I mean, I, I technically, hang on, I've got to open it now. Ready for this? Oh, yeah. That's, it's that's the Muppet Show. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God, we've got to use Kermit sometime. That'd be so good. <laughs> anyway, mystery guest. Take it away. Wow. 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 Ah. Nice. Yeah, that was beautiful. Yeah. It was beautiful. Always, always a delight with our mystery guests. Uh, you know, I oh, miss. On, I just got to draw the curtain again. There we go. Oh, now he's well gone. done. Yeah. Good attention to detail. Oh, there's a beach ball. <laughs> it's been unleashed. <laughs> That's <laughs> the real mystery guest. <laughs> it's just the noise of it, like rubbing it's up against like, the mic. Slowly deflating. <laughs> One what day. Was it was... Oh, like in um, oh, in Big Hero Six, where the the, the oh, points yeah. of him keep bursting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not really doing it much justice, but. I get the point. <laughs> anyway, I think that's the end of the non-spoilery bit. Yeah, I don't think we've given anything away. No, no, I've been pretty good. It's a very entertaining film. Yeah. It's got a good balance of comedy and drama. 
Um, it doesn't kind of veer too much either way. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> it's not as kind of deadly serious as, say, the Bourne films. No. It doesn't take itself. There it's are moments enough. where. It, yeah, it's serious enough, but there are moments where it kind of veers into. I think a good discussion is let's take Speed, which is very cheesy 90s action, and take Bourne Identity. It's nicely in the middle. That's a good way to mm. put it, actually, definitely. Because mm. I do love Speed. But I, I think this is... The film, the film. <laughs> Karen. Uh, yes, anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Um, but yeah, so that's it for non-spoilers. Yeah. And if you're leaving us now, goodbye. Thank you for um, listening. It's, mm. it's It's been a hoot. And uh, go watch... Ooh. Go watch Of The State Enemy. State The Of Enemy. I like that. Yeah. Go yeah. see that. Exactly. Anyway, spoiler zone. Da, 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 da. Jack Black was the killer all along. I know, what the hell? No, that's not actually. <laughs> and he used Carl Gas as a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> and his kielbasa sausage. <laughs> oh, hello. There are so many lines where I was able to say, hello, in this film. <laughs> <laughs> there was, yeah. It's got a lot of 90s. Uh, Sexual yeah, innuendos, it does, really, it, doesn't it? There's a lot of innuendos, yeah. isn't it? In your endo. Exactly. <laughs> in your Nintendo? That's <laughs> just plugging in the controller. Um, Spoiler-wise, well, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much revealing anything beyond what we spoke about as a spoiler, but um, it's pretty much... Well, Jason Lee's character gets hit by a bus. Was it yeah, a bus? Yeah, that, that's probably... No, it's a fire truck, wasn't it? Yeah, that's the biggest thing I didn't yeah. want to spoil. His character, Zavitz, gets... And it's pretty brutal. Pretty, pretty... I mean, you see it, like, from an aerial shot, but, yeah, it's still pretty bloody. It gets fucking taken out, and obviously it's a dummy, but, again, because of that quick editing and frenetic chase, it just fucking... It's like, whoa! Yeah, because it... It comes out of nowhere. It yeah. almost look like looks like it's in the middle of the chase, but it is the end of it because it's been going on for quite a while by that point. That's you know, what's like, clever about mm. it, and I think that's what this film does a few times is the the chase sequences are long. Mm. That's another thing I like about it. Although it's very fast paced and quickly edited, again, like we were saying, it's a two hour, ten minute film. Mm. They're good length chase sequences. Yeah. There's so many films that are just really short <clears throat> chase sequences. Mm. And it's it's like no, you want a proper, you know, running through buildings, jumping yeah. across. Yeah, uh, there's so many goes to a lot of environments, sort of thing in this. So. Uh, the 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 comparison I would make is take something like Bond, mm. like the chase scene in Casino Royale at the start. Oh yeah, with the free the parkour, the free artist, running and stuff. It's fucking awesome. I always love that bit where the guy, the free runner, like grabs the ceiling and like goes through a little gap. Oh, and Bond just bursts through the wall because it's just plasterboard. <laughs> Well, that you compare that with Spectre. Now, I did enjoy Spectre parts right. parts of it, but certain things like that car chase scene was really underwhelming mm. because it just it just went on for a bit and then he kind of just got out of the car. Yeah, and it was like really. Quantum of Solace is something similar, doesn't it? Probably. Yeah, right at the start, it's the chase scene, then it's over in like five minutes. And yeah, then that's it. And then you compare that to Skyfall. Yeah. And the chase scene in is it Istanbul with the fight on the train yeah that's a really that's fucking good, fighting, yeah. good extended well, sequence mm. and obviously <clears throat> the Bourne films they take the prize for how long those sequences go mm. on so it's there's something very satisfying about a chase sequence that has an a good length good to duration it. to it and yeah. go and gives you sort of some variation it's you know it's, it's a shame Tony, Tony Scott's uh, no longer alive because I think he could have made a good Bond film to be honest He's got yeah, the style maybe. for it. Well, he's technically British as well. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, Ridley and Tony, because they're brothers, mm. are uh, British directors. So, yeah. Um. Oh, I, I, we're gonna go in random order of the spoilers. Well, but, no, but uh, I, in random order of the spoilers, I did love how uh, Will Smith's character like ends it all. Like how if he, he basically he's he's trying to put a Italian American mm. mobster. In, in prison because it's part of his like lawyer case which you never really see much of but basically he convinces uh what's angelina jolie's father's name he's gonna sneeze he's gonna sneeze no oh. i think it's gonna pass oh, oh. you gonna make it oh, he's done it 
It's like a nose contraction. <laughs> um, <laughs> John Voigt. John Voigt. plays Reynolds. So yeah, he basically convinces... He plays Ryan Reynolds. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Although they did have the Reynolds residence. The Reynolds residence. Um, yeah, he basically convinces him to come into the restaurant where this Italian mobster guy is and basically just tricks them all into gunning each other down. Yeah. It's fucking great. It's, it's a satisfying ending. Yeah. Um, he just hides on the table. Pretty much. Between yeah. a sheet. So it's a very good thing no one decided to aim for the legs because they would have shot him. <laughs> Indeed. It's also... It's one of those films as well that could quite easily start off really well, have a good middle, and then have a little bit of a lackluster ending, mm. which a lot of films in that style do. Yeah. But it doesn't. It no, has it actually definitely quite keeps it going. And a satisfying and clever ending. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and what I was saying <coughs> when we watched it yesterday, which the good on the run films do and bad ones don't, is that he does make a few fuck ups, uh, Robert Dean, but he starts to become more savvy as it mm. goes on. And that may, that's what grounds the film because they're thinking on their feet yeah, and they're coming up with ways. Uh, like that film, did I show you The Foreigner with Jackie Chan? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He starts to figure out ways to one-up his enemy Yeah, so that when he gets to the end of it, it's believable that he could survive all that mm. because he's thinking of things, you know, he's disguising himself, he's covering all his bases. Mm. Yeah. He's Jackie fucking Chan. So. <laughs> and he's Jackie fucking Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Will Chan. Are they in a film together at any point? Well, Will Smith, Smith produced Karate Kid, didn't he? So oh, he did, yeah. That's the only connection. Oh, oh and they're on the same bowling team. No, I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Wild Wild West. Was Jackie Chan in Wild Wild West at one point? No, he's in Shanghai Noon. Oh, yeah. Shanghai Nights. Oscar-winning films. Classics. Um... Other spoilers-wise, nothing really particular. It's more nothing more just major. small pieces towards the bigger picture, really. Yeah. Not really much worth mentioning. No, not really. I mean, they bug all his clothes and his house. That's quite nice that they show all those little bits of... There's quite a nice attention to detail on how they show all the te all this surveillance tech being yeah. used. And then how Dean and... Can't remember Gene Hatman's character's name, but Gene Hatman, how they use it then against them, because Edward Lyle, like yeah, because Lyle has his own Faraday cage, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool, <coughs> and them working together, and, and that also makes it more believable that because he teams up with Lyle, who is an ex NSA, yeah, that it makes it more um, believable that they can they, they can together. get out of it, yeah. And the fact that his cat is completely chill with everything. Oh yeah, the cat. The cat's great. The cat becomes great a character. <laughs> and the end shot is the classic. Uh, Lyle picks up the cat as a he's disguised as a uh, Bobby on oh, the yeah, beat. Yeah, yeah, as a patrol cop, and then just walks off into a crowd. I fucking love that. <laughs> that it's not quite as good as the Warriors freeze frame, but it is a good ending. Yeah, nothing's going to top a classic freeze frame. No, exactly. Right. I think that's probably all the spoilers worth mentioning. Yeah, blink circling. Blink, blink circle. Oh, oh, he's gonna do something. Boy, oh, take that, you cat. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I think we'll wrap up there. Yeah, that is a wrap. It is. You might say it's time to bugger off. Yeah, go on, sling your hook. Yeah, get your hook, sling it, and then reel it back in. Because why would you want to sling your hook away? Hooks are expensive these days. Yeah, so don't sling your hook. Yeah. Have we got a new sign-off? Because you don't do get No, out. I don't Where have you? any oh, okay. sign-off. Uh, um, see you later, alligator. Yeah, okay. Let's do that. See you later, alligators. See you later, alligators. Bwa!